Logic is recording. We are a go. You checked my levels and everything. I'm good. My blanche, my blanche, my blanche. Okay, we both have audio. We both have audio. We'll logic record for an hour. Sure. I mean, doesn't it? It records fucking symphonies, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll tell me. I'll, I'll keep it. I don't know. I like that we're going into this with zero research and, like, how to do a thing like this. We're just going. Oh, shit. We're doing it our way. my ass. That I quite like that. It it looks like shit. <laughs> I like it. I, I, I like. I really enjoy the dichotomy between the, the, mic the very first. you know the first average the to first, above average audio, the first, but very below average video. The first five minutes of this podcast are gonna be. You have to clap to sync. Nice. <laughs> Alright. So. <laughs> Holy shit. What? How did you get in my house? I got the shoulders. You got those? That is a hot outfit. Thank you. Wow, you're just waiting to take that off. I was. Me. I was waiting okay. until we were recording. Yeah, so I didn't know it was that kind of movie. It's that kind of movie. It's that kind of movie. Boston Film Production. Boston Cream Pie Productions. Okay. Well. So, Zach is who you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm Zach Montana of the Montana Variety. Some call me Boston. I'm really close to the mic. That's unsettling. My name's Zach Montana. We need monitors in our ears. Yeah, we're going to eventually, maybe. I don't have wireless right now. My name is Zach Montana. My name's Maddie Amato. And, and this is the the room the the room, the room that, that we, we created. created. Why did we create it, Zach? Let's start there. Okay. So basically it was kind of the sunny thing, wasn't it? It was it's always sunny, Philadelphia podcast. It was always sunny. The sunny podcast, we were thinking about it, and it was I remember it was when we watched the iDubs documentary on Sam yes. Sam Hyde. Yes. And for some reason, we got crazy into the lore of it, and like, what? Like, we were analyzing Sam Hyde, like, like philosophers, like picking apart the, like the, uh, the meditation uh, of evil. Yeah, we were just yeah. analyzing it on an extreme level, and like, I think one of us was like, we should start a podcast. I think it was me, and you were like, I was just thinking that because I was just listening to the Sunny podcast, yeah. and so we were like, hey, let's start a podcast for us, like once a week. And so I, I grab, well, I won't tell you how the magic's made, but we have an extremely professional setup going on right now. It's endearing. I really like our setup. Do you remember Indira? The woman? Yeah. Do you remember Indira? Yeah. Is this a real person? Because there is a no, real person. No, yeah, right there's now. a, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, there's a, no. This isn't like a these nuts joke. No, no. I thought it was like Indira, my balls in your face. Indira, I, I feel like you can make a D's nuts joke out of just, like probably anything. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about this woman? I was just, I just reminded, was reminded of Indira. She's sick. I was reminded of, I haven't spoken to Indira in like four years. Indira was a mutual friend. Not friend, a mutual uh, person that we know. Correct. Yep. She's fucking sick. I like her a lot. Very cool. You probably knew her better than I did. 
I, I, I know her pretty well because of a mutual friend. You see, um, this isn't. We're gonna skip that one. Yeah, let's just skip it, right? Let's skip that one. Okay. That's that's irrelevant information. Who's this guy? Who's who's this guy? Who's who's this guy? This is a goofy ah button. This is a goofy ah button. So, this is a button of my late father that someone made. Completely innocent, like you know, trying to be kind. Uh. They made probably a hundred, like a gallon bag full of these pins, uh, right. these goofy off pins, and they made them for my father's funeral, for everybody to wear, and uh, you know, in the, in the height of grief, someone knocks on your door who's a friend of your mom's that you've never met, and they say, "Hey, you you must be Maddie." Yeah, I have something for you. And hand you a gallon bag full of pins of your father's face, making this expression. And like it is sweet and it's beautiful and it made me tear up. But every time I see it, I'm like, that is the goofiest shit I've ever fucking seen. I have this video of us in. I think we were in the van and it was late at night and the the van is this coveted van that Maddie drives. It's covered in, covered in stickers. Like yeah. it's more sticker than paint. It's a giant tan van covered in stickers and missing a shitload of paint. My favorite sticker is the saucy wench. Saucy Wench is the good sticker. It's a good sticker. It's You've one just been passed by a tea girl. It's my favorite sticker. That's good. That's one of my favorites, too. I like that one. I forgot about that. But um, there's this video of us in the van. And it's it's like a two-minute long video. And it's just us in the van, like me with the selfie like camera. And it's like the SpongeBob song. It's like... And one of those, and it goes on for like two minutes, and at the end, of it, at the end of it, you go, "This song reminds me." You know, this song reminds me of my late father. <laughs> I like saying my late whatever person. It's a very funny phrase. I don't like it. I think the mic clipped when I burped. Something maybe I don't know. Who gives a shit when I belched? See, this isn't. This is a fantastic, smooth introduction to just kind of the lore of our lives. We're like two minutes in; we've already covered Dead Dad. Yeah, yeah. I thought that would be like more of an episode three thing. Yeah, you know, well, Revenge I'm sure we'll get to. We're, we're, that's another thing about like talking about the podcast itself. This episode has no guidelines at all. Yeah, yeah. The f- we're the just f- having a conversation, but but the intention is to correct me if I'm wrong have a, a a topic every episode just remotely remotely but right now we're just just getting our our little dicks in the water yeah yeah no so okay the, i did want to talk about this i want to i want to tell the jesus ali story on the first episode yes so we let me let me backstory we live in the absolute it's small. <laughs> we, live, we live in a town. At this town, this town is astronom. Like, so you know when you have an event that happens in your life, and you're like, the odds of that happening were astronomical. Imagine one of those every week. 
yeah. to multiple people and no matter where you go like you could you could go to another country and all of a sudden the guy that you saw when you were like 12 that you had a trauma with and he was there you you'll look over and you scrolling through you, tinder in this town is just like looking through a fucking like family scrapbook <laughs> like, it's just like you know <laughs> It's like you're, you're trying to like I have my ex, my ex, my mom, my you know like that's my sister. My it's terrible. For those who live in a, a genuinely small we live dirt roads town, do your socks say blowjob? My my socks say I give the best blowjobs. Oh, I give the best blowjobs. So I'd like to change the topic. I'd like to change the topic. Um, we live in Arizona. We I'd like say to. We live in Arizona. I'd like to do a little MythBusters. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. So we it's live very funny you pretending like you don't already know. Mugs. Oh, we gotta talk about the vending machine. Oh my god, okay. Okay, so we're gonna start with the, the Jesus Ali story, but we have a million insane stories, I think, is really what it is. So um we need to like start from the beginning of the Jesus Ali story, truly. If we're introducing ourselves and our lives, okay. Um, this is circa two thousand twenty. <laughs> circa pre nine eleven. This is early, early two thousand twenty one, right? Yeah. So, I had been living with a gentleman. We obviously can't say names of people. Yeah, that's tough. That's a tough one. It's tough to do that. I'm gonna create four fake names. You don't realize three fake names because I'm. Yeah, obviously I'll say my own name, but yeah. Um. The uh, oh man, this is a weird one to navigate. So. (laughs) (laughs) I've been living with a person. It's it's like staring. It's like standing on a train tracks and watching the train like come at you and and know like exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah, I know what's gonna happen, and none of no one listening does. All right, Andrew is the name <laughs> the gentleman of the ge- oh of of the gentleman of the gentleman. Yeah, the gentle the gentle bitch. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'd been living with a guy named Andrew, right? Andrew was the. Strangest fucking, oh, a- a- Andrew was the conceptualization of a cup of black coffee. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Andrew was a, a fucking physical manifestation incarnation of, of Nightcrawler. Of <laughs> yes, the char- the main character from Nightcrawler. People who base their entire personality off the main character from Drive, American Psycho, one of um, your favorite films, Jordan probably. Peterson. Yes. Sam Harris. Yes, that's a good idea. That's this is a good the type of, of this person. you know, gentleman that we're dealing with. And this was a person who I had lived with for three months. After had only known him for about two weeks, I moved in with this person. It was a very, very fucked time in all of our lives. And I was not in a good place. This was bad. This was after a friend of mine took their lives. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get Briefly into some after. of the deep lore. But I mean, that that's not you know super necessary to get into that kind of deep lore. No, like, you know. No. But just to set the stage, I was living with a person who was eccentric to say the least, and I should not have been around. Right? Yeah. And we learned that quickly. 
But at the time before we knew these things, I was walking down the street um, in the uh, like restaurant district of our town, like the little strip, you know, of like bars and shit, right? Yeah. Old town. Old town. The old town. Downtown. The downtown. We were downtown. And, I feel uh, like we can, we can, can we say where we live? Not, no, let's not go town. We live in Arizona. We live in Arizona. Yeah. We live where fucking Maynard from Tool lives. Well, there, okay, God. No, no, <laughs> no, no one knows where he lives. Okay. Right? Yeah, Maynard is going to be a big talking point. Oh, you don't even fucking know. <laughs> can we address them as like. Oh, you don't even fucking know. It's yeah, he's like, you don't even fucking yeah, get it. I feel like that would be a lot even less like, awkward this is so smooth if we just fucking like... So your mic is like to your side, and my mic is like totally... I have a different type of mic. Okay. So, walking down the street downtown, passing uh, Maynard from Tools, restaurants and such, and vineyards and shit. Um, that, uh, yeah, again, context in, you know, episodes to come. But... Andrew starts talking to me the way he typically talks, which is in a lot of big words that I'm certain he doesn't even understand. And um, it's reeking of cologne in his leather jacket. <laughs> and he goes, so I'm walking. So he's, all right, he's telling me a story of something that happened him, to him earlier in the day where he's like, I was having dinner at, or a lunch at this brewery right behind us because we're in downtown again late at night. And he's like, I was I was having dinner at the brewery or lunch at the brewery over there and like having a burger with this girl. I went on a first date today. And I was like, oh, sick, Andrew. Nice. And uh, <laughs> he goes, yeah, and the fucking craziest thing happened. So I go down the steps of the brewery and this just suave, like masterful gentleman. <laughs> That's how he described them? That's how he described Are him. you kidding? Well, because everything he, this oh is the God. way, also, this is the way fucking Andrew talks was like, Everything is like scripted. Everything he said sounded fucking like a performance. You know, well, it was yes, and it and like was. and so he's explaining this story, you know, very in a very flowery way, and he's like, you know, like a decorated flowery type of language, and he's like, you know, so this this just I'm I'm walking, I'm enjoying my date with a woman, and this you know mysterious figure emerges from under the the bushes behind the brewery which there's a bridge right behind the brewery so like a guy crawled out from under a bridge and starts approaching it <laughs> right you know and so um and and he's like and this guy came right up to me and he asked me for a cigarette and i um in jest said oh no she's trying to make me quit he talked like this he says things like in jest and oh, i digress you know that's how he spoke and so he says i'm okay he so he goes yeah, so the other day, I, I, I get out of lunch on a first date at the brewery. This guy comes from behind the bushes behind the brewery and approaches me and asks me for a cigarette. I didn't know he came out of the fucking sewers like That's that. That's what he said. Oh, my God. It happened. And so he goes, and he came up to me, he asked me for a cigarette, and I said, no, this 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 young lady's trying to get me to quit. I, I jest. Ha, ha. And, uh, <laughs> and then the gentleman said to me, hey, you know, that's she's right, you know. She's right. You got to listen to women because, you know. 80% of women are going to heaven and only 15% of men are. Where did he get those stats? That's what the guy said to Andrew. And I'm going to tell the rest of the story purely from Andrew, the way Andrew told me the story. So I'm Andrew right now. God so God. the man then says to me, 
percent of women are going to heaven, fifteen percent of men are. And I was just I laughed at him. I laughed right in his face. But then he says, Hey, I'm not I'm not kidding, man. It's like I've seen heaven. I've seen hell. And I'm telling you, like and he started to explain to me that there's a, a demiurge who's trapped us in a um matrix like delusion about heaven and hell and where we belong and that we are from outside of this realm and we're going to return to our father. Imagine that. Right? Imagine a man crawls out of the sewer and he's like, cigarette? And you're like, haha, no thanks. And he's like, by the way, mm-hmm. 80% of women and, and he starts and he just starts doing that. And then the man explains to me how, you know, uh, heaven is a lie. We belong here on earth. We belong to Lucifer, Satan, which is really God. But then he starts relating this all to Jungian psychology (laughs) and to Sigmund Freud and to um, Carl Jung. Carl Jung was the big one, the Red Book. And he started quoting shit from the Red Book, which Andrew and I had both read. It was not quoted properly, was it? I don't think so. I I can't think of what he said from it off the top of my head. Yeah, right, right. But um, I'm a huge philosophy nerd, and, and that's what drew me to this guy, Andrew, initially, because he started talking like that. But then, you know, he was a fucking insane person and it ended up but um so he's telling me this the um the story basically ended with he's like yeah so um oh also the guy had a vest on right you know the guy had a vest on and he had um black like slacks and these brown loafers and a pocket watch you know so, <laughs> so like he's dressed like Seth right in an american pickle <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he emerged from the bushes, which would suggest that he's homeless. But he did not talk homeless, and he and he would smelled fantastic, and he talked like very, you know, intelligently and descriptively. So he fucking comes out while while he's telling you the story about this guy, huh? You fucking run into no, him? No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Is that what no, 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 oh, okay. no, 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 no. So, so this is what Andrew's telling me. He's like, so fucking. You know, the guy... Anyway, Andrew tells me the story. He had a bizarre encounter with a random dude who asked him for a cigarette, and the dude was super philosophical and got into a bunch of Freudian weird stuff and started talking about men and women and heaven and how women are gods and they need to be worshipped, and the whole universe is feminine, and there's the divine masculine is actually an evil demiurge that has convinced us that we belong to heaven, but we really belong to this carnal plane, you know? Okay. You know, and I'm following for the most part. We meet up with our other friend, uh, Jacob. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to disguise his name because there's nothing sensitive about Jacob. This is a good friend of mine, you know? And so it's <laughs> to this day. He's one of my favorite people. Walking down the street with Jacob. Jacobus. And uh, it's almost 10 o'clock at night. And uh, <coughs> we are, the three of us are waiting for a fourth friend to get out of work at a restaurant. Um, uh, so we can all, all four of us hang out. And then, you know, when Jacob joins us, Andrew tells Jacob the story he just told me about the weird man in the bushes from earlier that day. And he's just like, and then like Andrew, the only person who would entertain a stranger walking up to them and spewing this nonsense is the person like Andrew. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any, this this happens to anyone yeah, else. No, and you're like, get away from me. This is weird. Or you would tell your friends about it in a way of like, yeah, this fucking, this freaked me out today. This thing happened. Mm-hmm. But he was telling us in a way of like, yeah. this was amazing. Like you guys got to meet this dude. Is what yeah. he literally oh, said. God. And oh so, my God. Oh ten o'clock rolls around, God. and our fourth friend, um, who I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna name this guy because I don't fucking talk to him anymore. 
And I'm also not even going to disguise his name. It's just the fourth dude. It's irrelevant. He comes out of the restaurant, and the four of us are hanging out, right? Who the fuck was the fourth dude? It doesn't matter. I remember. Like, truly doesn't matter. Okay. But um, we are down by this little baseball field behind the brewery, and uh, we're just chilling. And, you know, Andrew tells the story a third time now that we have a fourth person, you know, who didn't hear it. And I'm just, like, fascinated by this experience. And I'm also fascinated by the fact that Andrew is, like, mystified by this person. Okay. You know? Pause. Pause. Does the Sorry, I'm caught up on this. Does the fourth dude's name start with a D? Yes. I saw the fourth dude today at the gym. Which gym? The gym that we go to. The rec center? Yes. Oh, I gotta find a new fucking gym. <laughs> I can't fucking stand that guy. It's, I'm pretty sure it's still recording. It's is got it? the light. All right. It's got the light, right? I'll just move to the mouse. Yeah, uh, we can get this out. So. Oh, God, that sucks. I don't want to fucking see that fucker at the gym. Anyway. We're going to the gym. Yeah, I know. We bought the membership. It was on the way out. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's probably just a prey on... <laughs> was he working out? I don't know. I don't know. He's probably walking in there. So. Well, it, it's the whole fucking... He's probably there to swim or some shit. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway... Just cut all that out. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb and boring and not relevant. <laughs> That's so, um... <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? God damn it. Okay, so we're hanging out, and suddenly a, a flashlight, we see a flashlight um come from from a restaurant like maybe 20 feet away from where we're standing and then we just hear the voice a voice go hey kid hey kid and uh andrew turns and he says look look that's the guy from earlier that's the guy that's the guy from earlier oh nice mac demarco too it's a classic it's a classic um, so, he, so I was right. He does. He, while we literally, he was telling us a story about this fucking insane dude that he met earlier today, and then later that night we're hanging out, and he's still in that t- like in downtown, and so we met him. You know. So I was right. While and so Andrew takes okay. us to the dude, you know, and his name is Jesus Ali. The strange dude is named Jesus Ali. Prince Ali, fabulous So we go up to the dude who is white, <laughs> like white as shit. It was named Jesus Ali. Not his real fucking name. And I'll get no, into how no we. Way. I'll get into that. Um, he goes up to us and he says these words verbatim. And this fucker talks exactly like Andrew. He says, "Do." Anyone in this fine ensemble of gentlemen partake in the ganja? That's exactly, that's exactly how Andrew what talks. he said. Yeah, that's exactly how Andrew talked. But anyway, Andrew just goes, yes, yes. And I look over at Jacob, and I look over at the fourth fucker, and I go, <laughs> n- like, no. Like, we need to know. And he goes, follow me. Andrew follows him. And we look at each other, and fourth fucker is a complete ditz. He just follows. And so it's me and Jacob, you know? Yeah. In this situation. Yeah. And so we go, okay, and we start following. Because we're like, our logic is like, if we like yell to them, hey, hey, don't go with this fucking creepy dude or start making, then if this guy actually is a threat, he's going to get upset, you know? Yeah. 
And if we just leave, then we're leaving our two friends alone with this guy. So we're just going to follow him. Also, in addition to that, this was one of the worst points in my life. Yeah. I won't get into why, yeah. but I was so fucked up that I was like throwing caution to the wind. Like I don't, I didn't give a fuck. I, yeah, I, I was remember. like, I'll follow this fucking guy. Was this was this Yamaka face? Yamaka a, a little bit after Yamaka. After the Yamaka face, yeah. I wore a Yamaka for about a year. Yeah, just for, right after you shaved your head, though. Religious reasons, yes. Okay, we'll get into that in another episode. Just painting a picture. We will have a whole episode about spirituality and our religious paths, and I'll I'll discuss that. Okay, but um. Anyway, this, no, this was not Yamaka phase. Okay. This was shortly after. and uh, But I'm low point in my life. I don't give a fuck about anything. I'm like, this might yeah. as well happen tonight. Follow them. Yeah. We He takes us to a house. Jesus Ali takes us to a house. The house is visibly, like, empty. Like, it looks like it was just painted. There's nothing in the yard. There's, like, there's nothing there. The blinds are closed. It's, like, solid white blinds, and there's nothing... There, like no there's, furniture. There's like no side. Well, floors. like from the outside right now, we're looking at it. It oh. looks empty. It just looks empty. There's nothing on the porch at all. There's not a car. You know, there's yeah. no activity on the on the yard or anything that looks like no, it had no been used. No on the porch. Nothing like that. There's an apple sitting on the porch. There's an apple <laughs> sitting on the ground on the porch. It's oh my god! It's the fucking apple from the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. So, oh my so, god, yeah, yeah, you're remembering all the fuckery of it, yeah, like, yeah. So, we walk up to the porch, and also on the walk to the house from the restaurant where he saw us, it's not that far of a walk, but far enough to make the fact that the entire walk was completely silent between the five of us very strange. So, we walk to his ha- to this house, and he points at the house, and he walks like this while he's pointing at the house for like maybe five feet before he says anything. <laughs> so he's just walking, he just points, and he goes, that's me. <laughs> About that long. We're like, cool. And he said, and he's like, come on in. And I look at Jacob again, like, you know. Like, mm, this place uh, looks like Monster House. <laughs> but fucking we're idiots and we do it anyway. We walk in the house. Yeah. As we pass the apple on the porch, he points it and he says, don't touch that. That's mine. <laughs> Because that's mine, you know. I clipped, I clipped it, yeah, whatever. And so um, I'm like, no problem, Jesus. We get in the house. The house is empty. The house is empty. No furniture at all. <laughs> and nothing in the house. It's a brand new house. Oh like, God. and it's a little shitty little oh house God. in downtown, like behind the restaurants. And there's nothing in the house. And he um, goes, I just moved in. You know, I, I just I just found this place. You know, I've been in between jobs and in between, you know, lives. He said in between lives at the moment. You know, what at is one that point. like detail though? Like, like that's somebody who's having an affair. Like, like in between lives. Like, not this dude. No, he might literally mean in between like bodies he's inhabiting. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Like, like this, we'll get it. Like, he fucking this guy. Oh my god! If there is actual esoteric evil energy in the world this guy had it like this guy was some form of where would you put demon. him on the dun- like the chaotic neutral evil goods oh he's chaotic evil. he's chaotic evil certainly okay and we'll get yeah so that little taste of what's to come but um he says here's my shit is in the back here he takes us into one of the bedrooms this is the only room in the whole fucking place with any things in it and the things in it are a sleeping bag on the floor with a pillow like a floor bed you know, with blankets, a little makeshift bed. And I think there's a sleeping bag there. 
That's in the corner. Then you have three or four knives laid out on the floor in perfect succession. Oh, that's parallel that's to each other. What you want to see when you walk that's into to a stranger's, stranger's house is an empty house with a couple of knives laid meticulously out on the bedroom floor. It, then there's yeah. three books. One of them's a Bible, and two of them are journals. Then he has an incense burner, um, a pipe, and like a little dime bag of weed. That would t- a stranger's house that who's like, yeah, come over and do some drugs. And we're like, yeah, sure. And you walk in, it's empty, and she's got knives laid out. Yeah, like little. I, I would sh- sh- shit my pants. But um, the, and everything's laid out really nice. So you got an incense burner, three knife, like three or four knives, a, three books, one a Bible, um, and a bag of weed and a pipe sitting there. And he says, you for line up against the wall. And he talks like Johnny Depp. He talks a lot like fucking Johnny Depp. That's what he sounds like. Oh, oh, there's a diploma on the ground. <laughs> there's a diploma sitting on the ground, right? From where? Did um, you see you? I, it, was, it was from a, like an American state. I don't know. Fucking like, but it was well, a diploma. I would, I would imagine. Yeah. And um, we look at the diploma. It doesn't say any Jesus. Like, it doesn't say it's a different name. Okay. You know? And so I'm like, this where the fuck does Jesus Ali come from? Either he has a random fucker's diploma or he's lying about his name. Yeah. Very likely he's lying about his name because he's white as shit and his name is Jesus Ali. Like he named himself that. Yeah. No shot. And so. No shot. No shot. Um, he says, You four, line up against the wall. And we oh, line God. up against the wall. He's like, Have a seat. And he sits down in front of us. So we're lined up against the wall facing how all this shit I described was laid out on the floor. I and never, he's sitting behind the shit. I never knew he was white. That's yeah, he's something white. I never caught about this story. Uh, yeah, all of his okay. weird. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, he's a white, sketchy white dude. So, he, uh, oh man, how does it start? He pulls out the pipe. He loads, oh, yes. He pulls out the pipe, he loads the pipe, and he hands it to Jacob first. Okay. Jacob just takes a hit. Balls, balls deep. And I'm like, we're in. Like, okay, we are in a situation now. Because... If this is a dangerous situation, we're fucked already. Because, you know, like, if, if we are in danger, we are in danger now. Because Jacob just smoked this Jesus Ali's weed, you know? And who knows? What? And who knows what the fuck, you know? Um, then the weed goes to Andrew. Andrew takes a fucking fat rip of this. And it's like a church warden pipe. It's like a little, like a big looking pipe, you know? And yeah, it's ritualistic. Yeah, yeah, it looks, it looks like fucking weird it's like gandalf pipe yeah look it's a gandalf pipe and uh and it's glass it's a long glass church warden pipe yeah okay i mean it's full it's covered in shit so it's not see-through but in theory it's supposed to be (laughs) (laughs) um it gets to andrew andrew takes a fat hit it gets to me this is where the story pops off so i get the pipe i don't i barely fucking smoke weed you know, yeah. I, I'm a very lightweight. I'm I'm not good with substances. I drink uh-huh. a lot. <laughs> I don't drink a ton. I drink, but I'm not good with weed. I'd not, I've never been. I just never got super into it. Yeah. So I'm already like hesitant to smoke weed. Period. Yeah. You know? Let alone this dude. Let alone this guy's yeah, fucking weed. It was strange stuff. So I go, I can't. And he goes, What? And I'm like, I have a new job. I'm starting tomorrow, and they're drug testing me. I can't smoke any weed. That's smart. That's good. He leans in and he goes, no, you don't. And I'm like, fuck. How did he know? You know, I'm freaking out. I go, no, what do you mean? Like, ha, ha. yeah, I do. And he says, no, you don't. 
And I'm like, uh, okay. And in my head, I'm like, he's calling my bluff. That's not what's happening. He's just like he's trying just to preach, preach a philosophy goes, to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He goes, if you don't want that to happen, it doesn't have to happen. And I was like, and I remember this part so vividly. I was like, I have to go. And he cut me off. And he goes, no, no, no. I don't mean if you don't want to go to the job interview, you don't have to go to the job interview. I mean, if you don't want any of that to happen, it doesn't have to happen. It's like, you can, what you can do is smoke as much weed as your body will let you right now. And you're going to stay in this house for like nine hours. And then you're going to look at the clock and it's going to be 10.02. And we're in the house at like 10 o'clock. And I just was like... 12 hours. So he's all No, 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 no. What he's saying is like, you're going to stay in the house for as long as you want. And you're going to exit the house. It's going to be the same time as when you entered it. Oh my God. Yeah. And I said, what? And he says, time is ours. You know, like... Oh, uh, time is ours? Time is... is (laughs) (laughs) Time is ours. Us. It belongs to us. Okay, but it also is. But it also is it's, ours. It's ours. Among other things, it is ours I as got, well. That's, uh, that's funny. <laughs> but but he goes, time is ours. <laughs> it's ours. <laughs> and, uh, uh-huh. yeah, it's just t- and I go, what? And he goes, time fucking belongs to and he gets intense about it he's like you know you can sit here for as long as you fucking want and as, as soon as you exit this house it's gonna be the time like it's gonna be 1002 you know like yeah. dilate it make yeah. it bigger just make, make it, it bigger, bigger. Like a, and i was like okay. and so i'm like oh i'm not fucking what so i i'd lean in and i go <laughs> i don't think i'm at that stage what? in my power journey as you are jesus Oh, a little ego like I'm, just, I'm just playing into his lot. Like, a little okay, ego okay. feeding, a little. We're playing fight. into. We're in his arena. I have to play with his tools. <laughs> yeah, know? no, that's smart. And so he goes, and he passes the pipe to the fourth fucker, who just because <laughs> 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 this kid is like the fucking. Oh my god. Okay, this kid's like open. This kid. <laughs> okay, fourth fucker and Andrew, just context of where the story is and why we're censoring their names is because these were former friends of ours who ended up doing like we really questionable shit and we cut them out of our lives for and so that's why they're censored names and so that's why i'm you know saying disparaging shit about these people because they're not my friends jacob is a very good friend of mine to this day and i love Mm -hmm. him dearly and i'm sure you're gonna hear more about him on this podcast but um fourth fucker and andrew two of the andrew is not a dumb person Andrew was extremely intelligent, like, and to a scary degree, you know? Fourth fucker was the dumbest fucking person I've ever met, <laughs> you know? So he's in there lost. And he just, like, he's the, like, danger, Andrew. Danger, Mr. So the, the, the dynamics danger, are, Robinson. Andrew thinks he's experiencing something once in a lifetime and, like, beautiful and mystical, and he's in on his god shit and his fucking, like, you know, jerking off to Dead Poet Society, like, fucking, you know, like, look at look at this he's fucking guy. He's knee-deep in, in the yeah, romantic in fever romant- dream of incel culture. Yes, he's, he's romanticizing the situation and, you know, being, like, thinking he's fucking Allen Ginsberg in this, yeah, he you thinks know, he's Hunter S. situation. Thompson. Yeah, he thinks he's Hunter S. Thompson. That's what it is. Jacob is... Completely go with the flow type of dude, but very practical, very aware, 
and uh, also very resourceful. You know, Jacob is a person who is, I'm scared shitless, but like, I don't give a fuck. So I'm, I'm like there, I feel like observing it as like a fucking, you know, fly on the wall almost of just like, how? I feel like me and Jacob are both on the self-aware note of like looking at each other like, what the fuck? Like, you seeing this? What the fuck? Like, we're both dumbstruck by it, but Andrew is like in it. He's contributing to the weirdness. And romanticizing it, and then and then fourth fucker is just in in a different. He's somewhere else. He's just uh, he's just stoned to shit, like not paying any attention yeah. to any of how yeah, he's weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's the Get situation the we're in. On. It's like me and Jacob are in this uh, extremely bizarre situation with a person who is not at all aware of how weird this is, and another person who is. Completely aware of how bizarre it is, but all for it, <laughs> you know. And you two are looking at the whole experience and subcategory, like, and these two, can you believe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, standing in the room that we, we created. created. <laughs> <laughs> all right, continuing. Okay. Jesus Ali gets fourth fucker, just uh, rips it, no fucking question, no hesitation, no surrender, no man left behind. No, yeah. And uh, then uh, we're all, they're all high. And uh, and you haven't smoked. I haven't smoked. Um, but but you're high in a different way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm like I'm contact high, like for certain. You know, because Jesus made it a point to blow this shit right in my fucking face. You know, because he's still salty. I didn't smoke the weed. And um, he he breaks open the Bible, the Holy Bible, as it were, and uh, says, "If you guys ever read John one twelve, John one twelve, he, <laughs> he talks like this. Anyone? 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 And uh, Andrew." Who is a fucking will flex any obscure knowledge possible? I was raised Jehovah's Witness, right? So, I know the Bible front and fucking back, but Andrew still was, you know, like the first one to jump. To, oh yeah, yeah, I've read the, I've everyone read the watching, Bible. Oh, everyone watching, piece of anthology or um, uh, anthropological history. There, I, of course, I've read the Bible. I'm a thinker. I, I uh, read all the religious texts of the world, and then so he goes, oh yes, yeah, I start spitting about, you know, and the guys like, all right, read John twelve. I'm gonna take a pee. He just only goes to the bathroom and just starts reading the Bible out loud. We're alone in the bedroom now. And me and Jacob look at each other and we look back at Andrew and Andrew's just looking at the Bible. We're alone in the bedroom. And so my first thought is like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Andrew just starts reading the Bible out loud to the four of, to the three of us alone in the room. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, did this guy just seduce Andrew, like, completely? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, oh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, 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 and me and Jacob look at each other like, oh. Like, he's in this. And so he reads the Bible. He just suddenly returns to the room. He's like, what did you think? I can't remember what John one twelve says at the moment. But it was weird. And, you know, he starts, he takes off an infinity scarf that he's wearing. Um, Jesus Ali does. And he lays it down on the floor and he goes into a figure eight. And then he goes, everybody say it with me. Yali. <laughs> and we're like, what? He goes, yeah. goes Yali. We're like, what? He says, praise God. And he's like, not the God that you've been taught. You know, he starts going on this whole thing about it. He's like, you know, her. It's her. God is her. It's her from the Joaquin Phoenix movie, Her. Right. It kind of is. A little bit. By, you know, by the way, everyone way. watching, all three people, just went, that chick was raised as the JW. 
Huh? All three people watching just went, that chick was raised as a JW. Yeah, it was a Jehovah's Witness. Bob That's Trump. another episode. Um, <laughs> we're fucking... He starts explaining how God is, is the divine feminine energy. God belongs to the earth. God is carnality and visceralness and fucking, you know, it's a very like Levian Satanist interpretation of yeah. the universe. I respect that entirely. I don't mm-hmm. care. And then, but then he says, you know, God in the Bible, right, is this demon that's trying to convince us that we belong on a higher plane when we really don't. You know, we belong here. And if you learn how to read the Bible properly, it actually tells you that. You know, and so he starts reading the Bible from a satanic perspective, but then referring to this Satan figure as God, and it's a woman God. Okay. So it's kind of based, <laughs> like, but... It's just a little based? But um, he, uh, then he, he, so he takes off his infinity scarf, and he's looking on the floor, he's like, we have 666 incarnations on this earth before we get it right, and we return to the dense center of things. And... You four now have entered my story. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And hopefully you've expediated my process of learning on this corporeal realm. And but, if kept, but if it's 666 but if it's reincarnations, you can't speed it up. You it's can't set, speed it up. It's and he also number. started, he would return to like enlightenment type shit like that of like, you've sped up my learning process on this realm. That sounds very like Buddhist samsara. But then he also would go on the whole thing about like, we belong to the earth. And the, the higher plane that we're trying to get to is actually a fucking lie, you know? So it, everything was contradictory. Yeah. And then he would start spitting out about Jung and fucking Freud and all this shit. And then he was like, I'm going to give you all new names. And he pokes out his notebook and he looks at Jacob and he goes, Jacob. And then he looks at me, um, whose name is Matthew at this point in my life. And he goes, yeah, too. Now I am. You yeah, too. And I go, Fuck. like the band. <laughs> yeah, you too. <laughs> um, Andrew, obviously, that's not his real name, so I can't say what the name he gave him. But let's say he called him Yandrew, because that's just the, the <laughs> yeah, thing they're going the on. Trend you get the here. idea. Fourth fucker, yourth fucker. You know, he writes <laughs> your his name down. Yorkshire. <laughs> he writes our names down in this book. He says, now, if any of you betray me. My disciples. Calls his <laughs> disciples now. I'll write you into my death book. Oh, so he watches anime. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, fuck you. You know, he's fucking light over here, whatever the fucking name was of that guy. Anyway, so uh, things get stranger and stranger. Um, he starts, okay, then, this is where things get really fucking bizarre and almost dangerous. He goes, do you want to see my wounds? Andrew goes, yeah. He takes off his shirt. <laughs> like, like, yeah. He wow. takes off his shirt and he shows, and he has bullet holes. He has bullet holes in his body. Or what I assume are bullet holes. Like, they look like that. And he just starts pointing at him and not really explaining what they are. He just goes, that one, that one. He's not telling stories. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah, he's just observing. Make it. Then he, um, he sits down and he talks about how he's like, you know, I've been, okay, I've been wandering this earth, right, for millennia. You know, I, I've I've been. It's like that fucking Pinterest like chuggy meme that pops up every once in a while. That was like, you are made of stardust. Like you oh. tasted oblivion before you even knew your name. Have you seen that? 
He basically like, repeated that meme like verbatim almost. It was just like, and and I finally have manifested into a form of, and I'm in front of four people who are the rest of my soul, you know? And like, I, I fucking, I feel this with you. He starts reading Kings from the Bible and explaining how in the end times, we're all going to torture the politicians. Like the, the us, people like us are going to rise up and be able to take back what's ours and inflict physical pain on these politicians and kings and rulers. And he starts describing vivid torture methods and very graphic detail about what he wants to do to Hillary Clinton and starts name dropping politicians uh, that he's going to torture. Right. Oh my God. Oh my God. And so we're like, fuck, you know, he starts going on about women and, and love. He says, love does not fucking exist. You know, like I, I don't believe in love. I believe love is a fucking poison. And we had been, and he mentioned that part a little before it got super fucking out there. So we were still having a conversation. So I said to him, it's like, well, you don't believe in love at all. What are you doing right now talking to us? Because like, isn't just conversing with people a form of affection, like love? You have friends, Mm -hmm. you know, you were telling us how you're glad to have someone to listen to you. And he was like, that's not love. That's a mutual understanding that we can harm one another at any moment. I'm like, what? We can what? It's like a respect. And I, and I go, I'm not going to harm you. You know? And he's all like, then why are you conversing with me if there's no such thing as love? And I go, I don't, I don't think that. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think that. Yeah, what? I'm challenging yeah, your that, belief. Yeah. You know, and he goes, huh. <laughs> He's like, maybe you're right. And he says it in such like an expressive way. He's like, maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe he's right. And then and then the rest of the fucking time we're there, he starts bringing that up again. He's like, well, now, now that my mind has changed about love and such, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to remember all the fucking weird I fucked I just remember bits. the fucking... Oh, my God. So... At one point, he uh, he starts singing um, "Love Will Tear Us Apart" by Joy Division. Wait, after that's his so love that's so yeah. After the love rant. after love, love will tear us apart, and he just starts going. And he's moving his hands like this, that's you a, know. That's always sunny. And 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 I'm like, fuck, and we're we're like watching him. We're just the four of us are watching him. You four are just lined up like we're a, lined up like on a, a wall, like a in a police station. Yeah, and just against the wall, watching this dude. Mm-hmm. Go in an empty room. Yeah. Holy shit. And uh, I forgot this. He uh, then during some of the silence, also like me, Jacob, and Andrew have been responding to the things he said. I can't remember everything off the top of my head, but we're talking to the guy. Um, fourth fucker hasn't said really anything. Like he's just nodding. Not a not a thought behind those eyes. No, he's just kind of nodding in stone to just the. You know, this is the type of like young gravy stand type of kid. You know, this is this is the type of kid that, that we're dealing with. There's not a thought between those years. You know, he's just he's just there. But then while while Jesus Ali is going on the fucking rant, he fourth fucker leans over to me and goes, "Hey, um, Matt, do you see the incense burner right there? And it's a dragon." And I go, "Yeah." <laughs> he goes. It just blinked at me. And then I go, okay, there's something in the weed. That was my first thought. Yeah. And But it had already been like an hour and a half, you know, well, like and they like had been smoking. If it was smoking. with like Sid, then like that's like close. Yeah. And so I'm like, 
I start, my heart starts racing. I'm like, if I am about to be in a room of three of my if friends about who to are be in this drugged room. and a complete stranger who is Lunatic. also drugged, you know, because he was smoking the same shit. Like, and I'm the only sober one. Like, yeah, yeah. so I, my heart starts pounding and I am about to turn to Jacob while Jesus Ali is facing another direction to try to communicate this with him. And, uh, but then Jesus Ali goes, I want you to hear something. He stands up, he pulls out his phone. He says, silence. He puts on Knights of Sidonia by Muse. And then, you know, the intro starts going. It starts air guitaring. And we watch him air guitar and dance and mouth the words of Knights of Sidonia by Muse in silence for the entirety of the song. And we just stare. And I'm like staring in at... This is these are the reactions. Jacob is staring like resourcefully waiting for a moment of is this guy getting freaky? Like paying attention to his body language of like, is this guy about to get weird? I'm staring in absolute shock and disbelief. Yeah, Jacob's like Andrew like, is staring in admiration. <laughs> and fourth wow. fucker is not comprehending He's the situation. He's looking at the incense burner. <laughs> He's still looking at the incense burner. <laughs> <laughs> he finishes the song. He gets real intense after Knights of Sardonia and he leans in and he goes, He's like, I want you guys to return to me at six o'clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> he's like, Be gone. He's like, Oh, oh, I, for- I forgot. I me. forgot the fucking line. I forgot the line from this entire experience. At one point, some point after Knights of Sidonia, where things started getting really weird and we're all on edge and it's fucked, and you know, even Andrew is starting to like realize he fucked up, you know, like yeah, he's starting to just like start spitting sh- crazy yeah, shit. At he you. starts spitting rapid fire crazy shit of just like you know the the he's becoming unpredictable. Yeah, the timeline of incarnations of different historical figures and how they line up with today's and hybrid demi humans that are you know around right now and like you know satanism and this and that and like whatever and to a point where it is so fucking incomprehensible and bizarre that i wouldn't feel comfortable talking about it because this is mental illness and i don't want to disparage a person who's obviously mentally ill and i wouldn't i would not tell this story because of that if it weren't for where it went at the end then I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> so, um, yeah. at some point while explaining his love theory once again, he says, listen, gentlemen, at, at the time, that was a gentleman. Gentle persons. Gentle person. Listen, three gentlemen and one person. Always, always, a, always a groom's person, never a spouse. Always a groom's person, never a spouse. And he leans in and he says, listen, gentlemen, I have flirted with man, woman, beast, child, demon, and angel, and I still haven't found love. That was a sentence that was uttered to me at midnight in a house I've never been in before by a stranger that emerged from the bushes in downtown where Maynard lives. <laughs> In downtown Maynard. <laughs> downtown Maynardville. Um, 
that is when I was like, okay, we're no longer observing. This isn't funny. This isn't interesting. We are now looking for the best way to exit the house. You know, when do we leave um, without provoking him or making him upset? And uh, he then, you know, the Knights of Sidonia thing that was after that, he said all that crazy shit. And then he leans in and he goes, listen, boys, you know, I want you to return to me at six o'clock in the morning and I want you to bring weed, milk, water, and uh, if you can get your hands on any uppers like meth, you know, I would appreciate that too. So it gives you a grocery list mixed in with a drug grocery list. Yes. It's None like when you do fucking it's drugs. It's like when you like, go to the store to buy condoms and you're like, yeah, I'll get a bag of chips too. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, can I like, get weed and meth and uh, milk? I want to make it and, clear. This yeah. is not our fucking scene at all. This is something that a fucking delusional overly romanticizing type of like poetry fucking an incel incel dude thought was cool to expose us all way. to obviously we are completely at fault for following into the house when it's not like he fucking like manipulated us to yeah encounter this with him but i'm just saying he roped us into this situation to, 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 you know to reinforce that point that this likely would not happen to to this day two two nights ago we were in the same goddamn field where this happened like you met Jesus Ali, if I'm presuming correctly, yeah. and we were walking, and I saw a brief. Sorry to interrupt the story, but I saw a brief outline of something, and you see that all the time. You go, "What is that?" And you go, oh, "It's just like a fire hydrant or something." And I go, and for some reason, I actually audiated it. I go, "Hey, what is that?" And we were approach- approaching it slowly and slower and slower. Maddie goes, "Oh, that's a man," and there was a man just standing in this field at like one a.m. Yeah, like, completely, still. just hands in his pockets, still, just still. Empty fucking field, just this dude, just standing. Yeah, and we turned around and walked. And away we turned as fast around as and we walked away as fast as possible. But like, um, yeah, like I said, we were fucking dumb as shit, and we were just following Andrew's lead too, because like he just he sensed no goddamn danger until we were like in the house and he started hearing the weird shit. You know. Also, this guy was wearing everything that Andrew had said he was wearing when he met him earlier in the day, but like a shitty version of how Andrew explained it. He was like, oh, yeah, but the, it was weird because the guy came from the bushes and he looked homeless, but he was wearing a nice vest and a like, pocket watch like, and loafers. Like in movies when they, like, have, like, people do drugs and they have this incredible experience and then they get out of it and it's just they've been chilling with some crackhead in the van the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But um, he was he was wearing that shit, but it was like a fucking smelly-looking stained vest. He did have a pocket watch. He had ripped pants and he had these, like, fucking loafers that were almost worn down to the soles, you know? So it's like Andrew's like fucking lens of he thinks he's Hunter F. Thompson, you know, it was that lens of just like, yeah, he wanted it to be this profound experience. And so when we saw it happen to see him by just miracle of fate later that night, he was like, that's the guy. Come on. That's the guy. Because he wanted us to experience this thing. Like we're all fucking, you know, part of the new vision or something. And um, the new vision was Allen Ginsberg's poetry boys anyway um fucking he he tells us to come back with this grocery list of shit then he starts explaining his vision for his house and he's like i want a line of people from this door out to the street just ready to come in here and get fed get fucked get taught you know we we want to teach them and now you're written uh, you're written into my book you know you are in this with me like talking real charles manson cult leader type shit and uh, I am not doing this story justice at all of 
in the in the dimension of like how he talked. That is not a part I'm able to do justice to because like as fucking horrifying and absurd as all of this sounds, like the way he said it, I was not falling for it at all, but you can tell that if he said that to the right person, they are in. Like someone would have came back with all that shit because he talked so fucking well. You know, Ted Bundy type. Kind yes, of Charles Manson type. Yeah, like like in his, you know, he he talked like that. You know, and uh, makes you believe. And he was handsome God. too. Yeah, he was handsome. Smelly but handsome. Smelly, definitely fucking smelly, dude. He smelled like um, he smelled like if you tried to cover up the fact that you shit yourself, like with <laughs> sage. Like if you use sage to get rid of you, just shit your pants. You know, we should try that. <laughs> Anyway, so he's given us the laundry list after, you know, suggesting that he has attempted to start, like, you know, he's, I flirted with man, woman, beast, child, 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 beast. demon and angel, beast as well. Also, demon and Dude, what angel? what the fuck does that mean? That's not like that, and this is the end when he gets fucked by the, yeah, oh my god, fuck, so we're scared as shit, and then he goes, and, you know, the women, I want you to come back and bring your girlfriends. He's like, um... You know, we want to take care of the women. You know, because like he said, oh, they're so he wor- was worth trying worshiping. To sex traffic. He was like, they're worth worshiping. Like I said, they're God, the divine feminine, and this and that. And we are, you know, and he's like, I don't care how. He's he, trying to get you to and, bring yeah. him pray. Yeah, and he was just like, so he said to us, he was like, I don't care how old they are. You know what the fuck? And Jacob looks at me, and he goes. um, and it will go, okay, because he says, I don't care how old they are. We're not going to fuck them if they're underage, is what Hasty Sully says. He says, now, if they're like 16 years old and that's what they need, we'll figure something out. Whoa. Yeah. What? So the he, fuck? he said the most. So that's what he, the whole, the whole thing. Overtly he, over the line, obviously, like, he's trying predator. to get you to bring him girls for him to fuck as a leader. Well, well, what was so bizarre was that he said things that are so, like, very, like, not even close to trying to hide yeah. predatory shit. I love the flirted line thing. Man, woman, beast, demon, child, and angel. And then he said, you know, we'll figure something out, you know, about that. So he, he like, completely didn't try to hide it. Like, he said things that were so fucking damning and obviously predatory but then he would all he also threw in there like I'm not gonna fuck underage girls. Like I didn't ask, and it was like so. I was like, why? What are you? <laughs> yeah, pick yeah, a yeah. side. Pick a side. <laughs> you know, it was just like it was. It was weird. Like he was trying to lampshade himself, but it's like lampshading the sun. You know, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was yeah. it was terrible. So anyway, Jacob very smartly stands up and goes, "Hey, Maddie's got that job interview tomorrow. We have to leave, but I'm coming back at six. You know." And I'm like, yeah, "Jacob, Jacob, you're a fucking genius." Like, yes, okay. So he's like, "You changed us. You changed us, Jesus. We'll see you at six. We'll see you at six. Goodbye, my friend." And he starts, "Okay, all right, fair enough." And he's, we we go out the door, and then we walk out the door, and uh, the apple's gone. How? The apples. I don't fucking know. The apple's gone. That was the thing I noted. So I imagine it's just like an animal or something. We've been in the house for fucking three hours also. that We've been in the house for three fucking hours. Maybe there's something we didn't know. Maybe there's something we didn't know. I don't know. But, um. oh, he also said something about the moon. Wasn't there a gun? 
I thought there was a gun. No, there's no, there was, was no just gun the knives. Involved. Yeah, it was just the knives. Wasn't there like a Buddha statue too? Or was that something else? It was the incense burner. The incense was like, burner. was like looked... a Chinese um, Zen yeah, dragon that's right. type, type that's of situation. Right. You know? um, so you leave. We leave. We had been in the house for three hours. Oh, my God. What time is it now? Like one? It's one in the morning. One in the morning. So um, we're walking away from the house, and he's standing on the porch watching us leave. And we're walking in, like, lined up, walking like, you know, fucking reservoir, dog, reservoir dogs. Like, we're walking <laughs> um, down the street. And we wait till the porch light goes off. As soon as the porch light goes off, we fucking book it back to Jacob's Jeep. We get in the Jeep, and we're just sighing. It's like that one Rick and Morty episode where they get back in the spaceship. Oh, and they're God. Like, and, like, we're freaking out. And Andrew goes... That was fucked up. That was fucked up, man. And we're like, you said we have to meet this guy. You said, I hope you get to meet this guy one day. You know, and he's like, I had no fucking idea. He wasn't like that when I met him. He wasn't like that. I swear to God. But he was so into it. But he was so into it for a majority of it. And then when it started getting overtly, unforgivably weird, then he started getting freaked out. You know, but it took so... Yeah, he sobered up. Exactly. Speaking of sobering up, I don't know what the fuck was the thing about fourth fucker seeing the incense blink because the, the the rest of them were fine i was checking in and they're like i feel fine i'm high i feel fine so the weed was not sp- laced i probably placebo because fourth fucker was fourth fourth fucker you could give like like pasta that was cooked in wine and they'd be like oh dude i'm i'm, I'm fucked up you give him a tiramisu and he's like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, true. So we're driving home. We drop everybody off, and it's me and Jacob last. And I'm just like, that was a fucked up experience. And I'm kind of mad at Andrew. I mean, we are at fault as well. We entered the house, but that was bizarre. Because, like, Andrew, yeah, that was a little weird. Uh, <laughs> so, um, the weird one. Basically, I'm, I call Andrew the next day to check on him, make sure he's all right. And I was like, do you want to call the police? You know, like, should we call the fucking police? And just like, I, I don't want to call the police. I just don't want anything to do with yeah, this. I feel well, sick. Yeah. You know, and I was yeah. just like, I mean, and you it, don't know like what he's doing. Like, you don't really have anything. Yeah, right. Of like, hey, you like, um, can't do anything. I, and also, it's like, you know, I'm how old at the time? I can't remember. You were nineteen. Was I nineteen at the time? And a half. So I'm nineteen, almost twenty. No, because I turned twenty in. Um, can't remember. 19 or 20. Yeah. I'm oh, okay. I'm 19. I was 18. And yeah, half. whatever. I can't remember how old everyone was. It doesn't really matter. But the point is, we're young. Um, we're under legal fucking smoking age. That's my point. And so it's like, you know, my logic was like, and Andrew's logic and Jacob's logic were like, oh, call the cops and tell them, hey, uh, you might want to check out this fucking freak. He was saying all this like gross shit and the scary shit of what he would like wanted to, you know, whatever. But it's like he was just talking about the shit. We walked into his house at 10 p.m. and fucking smoked weed with him. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's such a fucking bizarre thing. We made such a fucking, it was such a horrible decision that what are we going to tell the cops? Like, they're going to ask, like, how, how, how the fuck did this guy talk to you for that long that you heard him say all this shit? You know, and so we just didn't do anything about it. The story essentially oh my god no the story doesn't end the story ends like in lore content it ends really like maybe a month ago this is the real end of the story what i don't think i've ever told you this okay finish the the physical end of the story the end of the story really is that 
um, maybe three months after the incident. This is after Andrew is no longer in our lives. Yeah. Due to us coming to terms with the fact that he is a terrible person. And, uh, or at least was. I don't know. Yeah. No, I probably know. He probably is still. Besides anyway, the point. Besides the point. Andrew's well out of our lives. Fourth fucker's well out of our lives. Just me and Jacob. And uh, one day we're in downtown and and I'm just like, Jacob, you want to drive by the Hastings Holly house? No, it's more, way more than months after. It's like almost a solid year. Like, let's really? drive by the Hastings Holly house. It's okay. Drive by the Hastings Holly house. It has caution tape around it. And it says, no trespassing, active investigation. <laughs> oh, God. On the house. Didn't I thought he was squatting in the house? He, yeah, he certainly was squatting in the house. Yeah, like it wasn't his house. Yeah, no, no. But what was the act of investigation? Yeah, like they wouldn't do that for a squatter. No, yeah, there had to have been more to it. So, no. the real end of the story. I don't know this. I don't know this. Um, I have a really good friend in Flagstaff, um, who I was talking to and telling this story to. And uh, he goes, oh, yeah, my dad. He goes, uh, hey, that's crazy. My dad worked at the old. <laughs> yeah, no, that was weird. He goes, my dad worked at the old uh, the mission, you know, downtown, like the for for the, the homeless shelter. Yeah, he's like, I guarantee you, if this guy came into the mission, he knew him, you know, because that's just a fucking very specific individual that you're describing. So I said, talk to your fucking dad about it for sure. I want to, you know. The dad says, that's Jesus Ali. The dad knew him. He came into the mission. He got banned from the mission because he kept trying to bring people into his house. That was right by the mission downtown. And he would kept trying to talk about, and he would spout this like cult leader-esque shit about education and this fucking programming. You know, this quantum programming he wanted to do with people and all this fucking shit. I bet the investigation was a cult. Possibly. I mean, it looked like this guy had absolutely nothing, you know? Yeah. It looked like he just strolled into town and he's just, like, delusional but happens to be fucking, like, suave as shit, you know, and was, like, actually dangerous to on, in, on a Charles Manson All the shit about women, I think he's very... Oh, yeah. No, certainly. And, he, you know, he's a, dan- he's a mind... He's a mind... A mental hazard, you know? He's one of those people with mm-hmm. uh, the kind of silver tongue, you know? Yeah. Weapon. Anyway, um, the dad knew him, and turns out Jesus Ali is obviously not his real name. I forget what his real name was, but um, this guy is a disgraced CEO of like four Fortune 500 companies. He was a real man who was once a millionaire. What Mm -hmm. the fuck? Mm -hmm. What the fuck? What? Mm -hmm. So... He owned like some bullshit Wall Street type of companies, like uh, like broker, like stockbroking, like fucking what is the they said you take Matthew McConaughey's character in The Wolf of Wall Street and you fuck him up. Yeah, um, what is the goddamn t- term for it? Like stocks broker. Yeah, what? Um, that's not. The, wait, say it again. Facilities that fucking like like. Pierce and Pierce. Like fucking that where does Patrick Bateman work? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What are those things <laughs> called? Cubicles. <laughs> <laughs> he owned trading firms. 
Okay. I yeah, think. I don't know. You know, and, um, but yeah, he was a fucking, like, millionaire. And, um, yeah, he, he ended up somehow disgraced and homeless and somehow managed to find himself in our town. He lived in New York City. Probably. When he had these companies. Probably sex with underage girls. That's not good. <laughs> That's that's the opener. <laughs> so okay, well I think well the Lacroix are done. The Lacroix are gone. So that's I okay. cannot believe that was the first episode of the podcast. It's just I, that I, story. That I've been envisioning I, I I have to admit something, I have a confession. i this was manipulative. I thought immediately Jesus Ali, like months ago. You thought of that for the opening? Yeah, of this and then I just remembered during it and I came up into it. But I want to end with the joke about the moths. No, that's a Norm MacDonald bit. It is? Yeah. Well, maybe they don't. I don't know that. Just say the thing. No, it's <laughs> no, okay. stupid. It's okay. Stupid. Well, how do we? I guess we just, we just wind it down. Swind it down. I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, that was probably the scariest uh, thing that's ever happened to me as far as like actual danger. Yeah. 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 Mm. I can't believe we opened the podcast with the Jesus Ali story. Yeah. Well, it didn't, at least we didn't and sh- open it up with the shooting. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get into it. We're we're recording this in a dungeon. Yeah, we're recording this in a room with uh, no windows, <laughs> off the yeah. side of a garage. Who knows where we are? This this room floats in space. Who knows where we're going? Oh, standing in the room that we have created. Uh...